switching on and off the air conditioning. It's just like once it's on, it's on for the summer, right. unless it just gets like ridiculously cool, you know. And yeah. yeah, I usually try not to put it on until like June at yes. least. Yeah, exactly. I get shit from Ben about it because he he likes it cold, you know. So. I have to compromise with them this year, probably. <laughs> yeah, I had to make the same change in our apartment this year because um, his apartment's on the third floor and vaulted ceiling. So, of course, trying to heat and cool it is next to damn impossible on any given day. Um, and they are doing this eco-friendly, use the AC as little as humanly possible right. when it's 85, 90 degrees outside and muggy. And I'm not a small girl. I don't like to sleep in the heat. It's not comfy. It's not cute. I'm like over here like sweating and flopping around and I'm like, God, this sucks. And yeah, no, not pleasant to say the least. I mean, I I usually get the fans going and once you get like a nice cross breeze and everything, it's fine. But my daughter, she's the one person that I feel the worst for because she kind of has some allergy problems and I want her to open her window so we can have a, a breeze up there. And she's like, well, I like the temperature in my room and I don't want the pollen in there. So I'm not opening my window. And I'm like, but it's fucking hot. It's like 100 <laughs> degrees upstairs. Open right. the window. She's like, no. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Where is she today? She gave me She's at Bush Gardens. Oh. oh. Little oh. scamp. Oh. Happy Mother's Day to you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I get to stay home and clean the house. <laughs> Go and frolic. Yeah. The old country. <laughs> Thanks. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. You get to do your podcast without me there rolling my eyes. <laughs> if she goes upstairs, I lock her in her room when we do the podcast. She was actually <laughs> supposed to have a friend over today, and I was like, oh, Jesus. I was like, I can't reschedule this now at this point after we like went back and forth so many times. He's just going to learn some new words. That's all. <laughs> He's going to learn all about the wonders of Cunty Spice. <laughs> One day your wife will need this, and you can tell her about it. Cunty's life. Ah, so this is now the broadcast. We are back. It's uh, we're trying to get back on schedule, but things are just kind of shaky right now because we're all busy and shit. We have lives sometimes. <laughs> Some of us do. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> hey, I'm here, so I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm Jenny. I'm Jean. And I'm Tori. Hi, Tori. <laughs> Hi, Jenny. How are you? Fine. Thank you. <laughs> so thanks for joining us today. This is cool. We have like a special guest. Thanks for having me. So um, what are we talking about today? I know I have the agenda stuff. up here, but yeah, stuff. Um. Wow, wow. There's like no no organization to my notes. I was just like, I'll just make some notes and I'll remember what I'm supposed to be talking about when I see it. Like this will this will jog my memory, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, so the other day, somebody posts this old old freaking urban legend on Facebook. Like I, it was so old, I was like, oh, that brings back such memories, you know. The, do you remember the fucking the woman who found the chicken head in her chicken McNuggets? Oh, yes. yes. What is this from like 10, 12 years ago? Yeah, Easily. it was before the girl burned herself with the coffee, right? Yeah. No, it was like it was the beginning of the of the it McDonald's. Was around scare. that time. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so I'm like, this this has already been proven to be fake, and it's been so long ago, nobody even remembers this shit. So they posted it on on Facebook, you know, look at this, somebody found a chicken head and their chicken nuggets. <laughs> and I'm like, all I could think was, Jesus Christ, now I want to go to McDonald's and get some of those Mighty Wings for lunch. <laughs> the way those are shaped, it really could be a chicken wing or a chicken head. I'm not really quite right. sure. Well, the wings, I don't know, they... I didn't want to like the Mighty Wings at McDonald's, but they were fucking good. Were they really? Yes, they were huh. good. They were just like kind of spicy. It was kind of like just getting a box of just wings from Popeye's, like the spicy wings or something. Mm, I love me some Popeye's. That's some good stuff right there. You don't oh, need yeah. a biscuit yes. or anything, but it was good. You know, so I go over there and I'm like, let me get an order of Mighty Wings. And she's like, we don't have those anymore. And my ass almost jumped the counter. <laughs> like, uh, Ms. Well, what the fuck do you Zonk, have? Yeah. Zonk in my slipper. I was like, what the fuck? You don't have them? Well, it seemed like they were on sale because it. it <laughs> I remember driving by McDonald's, like, oh, you know, you get like five Mighty Wings for 50 cents, you know, with their order. I'm like, what's going on? They're just blowing them out, right? I guess, so. I don't know. Maybe they just never took off because maybe everybody was like, I'm not buying wings from McDonald's. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But they were so good. Like, I, I was shocked. And the only reason I even tried them is because somebody at work got them. And I was like, let me let me try just a little piece of that. And I was like, holy shit, these are good. Now, were they like boneless style or? No, they were just regular oh. fried wings. Huh. Like, they were they were not like real heavy, crunchy, breaded like KFC, but they were just kind of nice. Yeah. And I was like, Fuck, now am I going to get some, some wings? Shit. Yeah, I was punched her right in the face. <laughs> Damn you! Knocked out her one tooth that she had left. <laughs> Be careful, you no might have gotten tetanus. It was so sad. Oh, and then so, um, you know, what's his name? Smartass Bianca goes on my Facebook page after I go and, like, I'm whining about her on Facebook like I was doing with everything. And he's like, well, you should have went to In-N-Out Burger. And I'm like, well, you know what? Number one, we don't have In-N-Out Burger. Yeah, number one, thanks, asshole, for ruining my entire day. Do you know how many times it takes me to forget the wonders of Jack in the Box and In-N-Out? Okay, I'm glad we can debate this then, because I am personally not not impressed with In-N-Out Burger at all. The only time I'm impressed with In-N-Out Burger is when I have been partaking of some substance. Okay. And okay. and at that point, whole nother level amazingness. <laughs> And they know that's their target. Their, I'm sorry. They know that's their target audience because how else do you market something as animal style? Right. <laughs> who the fuck, that's, that's who the fuck says menu. I want to eat? Yeah. Who the fuck says I want to eat out of a trough today? <laughs> Somebody that is stoned and does not want to okay. use their hands. It's that's when in and out is good. Now Jack in the Box. Oh, let me go into full on fat kid mode because <laughs> it's like I have made treks across state lines to go get Jack in the Box because I grew up in San Diego and it was something I could get whenever I wanted. And of course I took it for granted. And like every other person in San Diego was like, oh, it's puke in the box or whatever. Right. You know, they used to say about it. But then I get out here and I realize that all I have is Burger King, a shit ton of chicken places that I have zero interest in. <laughs> and McDonald's back when the only thing that was interesting was a um, McRib. It was before the invention of the wonderful Mighty Wing. Oh, so... <laughs> I go to visit my dad in Charlotte one year and I see that these Jack in the boxes are all over the place mm -hmm. and I'm in the car with my friend and I see the sign and I was like, am I fucking hallucinating? Cause I've been driving like seven hours and I'm like, no, 
and you see a no, fucking clown. Be. Yeah, and then I see the head, <laughs> the like white head with with the hat on it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And I frogger across eighty five to get off the interstate. <laughs> no, you've never and been like, to Jack in the Box at this point. Not here. You? Okay, no, I hadn't been in like years. But I was hungry and it was that like perfect storm of just desperation for something that was right. mildly tolerable. And I just frogger across 85 to go get it. And I'm like, it's like 20 minutes before they're supposed to close and the line's huge. And I get to the corner and I sound like a crackhead. I'm just like, <laughs> can I please still order? I forgot something, but, but please. <laughs> like, I sound retarded, but no, I liked it because it was different. You can get like a taco and a burrito or like a taco and a burger at the same place. It okay. was just a little bit of everything. I like that. As opposed to In-N-Out that is just, it's like Five Guys for stoners. As if Five right. Guys wasn't for stoners already. <laughs> right. I think Five Guys may be a little bit too pricey for stoners. I don't know. That's true. Five like, Guys is like that that place that you go if like your parents don't understand you when they give you their hun- your hundred dollar allowance for the week, right? <laughs> and you got to go burn one out and then no, go I eat do, a burger. I love Five Guys burgers though. Like they you get delicious. them and they're just so fucking greasy. They don't even care. They know they're just bad for you. Just you know you want this shit. Eat it. You know right. they, they don't care because their regular burger is a double burger. Yeah. So if you want like a normal so- or just you have to ask for the yeah, little burger, little burger, and then you feel like a like, <laughs> like a meme, like me, oh, a little, little burger, burger please. <laughs> right, like a little kid or something. I know. It goes for my little bones. Like God, now, you guys me ask for something small. You guys have been the cookout at this point, right? I've heard of the craziness of cookout, but I have yet to be to actually go and order. But I, from what I understand, mm-hmm. is you go and you order, and your sides are like little mini sides, like. Well, I'll have a cheeseburger and I'll have a corn dog as my side. And you can, yes, yes. Oh, they're not so many though. They're not like no. It's a full size corn dog. Yeah, like (laughs) it's whole nother level. Like where the fuck can you go and get a burger, a quesadilla, and a corn dog? Right for for six dollars. I'm fairly certain I'm eating something from the SPCA. That's like with a milkshake on the side. Like yeah, what is Is it? it Good though. It's delicious. It's (laughs) fucking delicious. Like it is just. Oh. Don't ask. It's all covered in MSG. It has to be because it's the only way it can taste that good and be that cheap. I'm convinced I'm eating like meat shipped in from North Korea with a little bit of fucking MSG on top. Like, You're like this is the meat that Taco Bell didn't want. Oh, oh, God. Like, like McDonald's opposed pure meat or like pure beef or all beef. And like cookout is we cook it on the grill. Like they wouldn't even talk about the meat. They're just like, I don't know. It's, it's delicious though. Like oh, yeah. it tastes like, like if you just had a, a literal cookout on your patio and you just went outside yeah. and cooked some burgers and that's what it tastes like. Oh yeah. Wow. And hmm. oh my God, it's like four sixty nine for the burger and then two sides. And then you had a dollar for a milkshake. And I think this is only like North Carolina, Virginia, maybe mm-hmm. South Carolina or something. I've yeah. seen it in North Carolina. That was the first time I actually yeah. saw it. And I was like, oh, what is that? Because um, I used to have you know some relatives that lived out there and they would talk about, oh, we're going to go to cookout. And they'd come, you know, they'd say, oh, we got all this stuff. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was on the cheap. I was like, well, OK. Mm-hmm. But I and I think there is one locally here, isn't there? There's, there's several. There's now. several. Oh, there are. OK. Um, um, there's one in Ghent. There's one um, like Janif by the Lowe's, I think. And there's one Battlefield. Yep. I'm aware of the one in Battlefield. Yeah. 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 And they're all just, I mean, always jam packed because everybody's yeah. like coming to worship at the church at cookout. Mm. <laughs> oh, all day. Yeah. All day. 
I'm waiting for the Zaxby's to come around here. Have you guys ever had that? I think there's one in Suffolk. But yeah, I had that. I had that when I was in um, North Carolina, too. All these wonderful places. Um, I personally hate cookout right now because I'm on a diet (laughs) and it smells good. And it's right next to my office. And, you know, my employees are tier one and they really don't make that much money. So, of course, when you're hungry and you're trying to get something on the cheap, cookout is fantastic. So, like, I'll come in one day and I'll have my salad and I'll just be hating life and trying to keep a smile on my face. And then three of them will pop up with like Cajun cheese fries and like, yeah. Like Cajun cheese fries and big ass burgers and like bacon wraps. Like who makes a bacon wrap? It's <laughs> like I'm People convinced from fucking North Carolina. Dude. I'm convinced that Howard Taft is a zombie and he's the one that's running fucking cookout. That big motherfucker is just like, what can I put together today? Ranch dressing, bacon, tortilla. I'll throw some lettuce in there so it, I can call it a wrap. It's a wrap. Healthy. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's the devil. But it is good. So good. So you guys are missing out. And uh, so how do you feel that it compares to In-N-Out for somebody who has had both? I think it's a whole nother level. I think I would rather have cookout than In-N-Out. But it's one of those things that you can't go to the West Coast and not do In-N-Out. Right. Right. See, you know, one of my problems with In-N-Out was is that I kept hearing people tell me how fucking good it was. And, you know, oh, you've got to try In-N-Out. It's so much better than all the other fucking burger places in the entire universe Mm -hmm. so you know i go to las vegas several years ago and i was like okay you know close enough there's a couple in and outs around here i go over there and i just said okay you know what if i'm gonna try something i'm gonna get like their standard like if you know like the number one meal or whatever right so i just say give me that i get it and i'm like okay whatever it's it's a burger i don't like it was good but it wasn't like you know, my mouth didn't just orgasm as soon as I put the yeah, burger in it. Not at all. And then people told me, like, well, you're supposed to get animal style. And I was like, well, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> right. And if if everybody's supposed to get animal style, why isn't it number one? Right. Exactly. Why is it on some, like, hipster VIP menu that That's I'm right. completely unaware of? Exactly. I mean, like, Starbucks. You can go to Starbucks and you can get the secret drinks or whatever, but you can get the regular drinks and you're going to get a good drink. It's just the secret ones are, like, an extra little special yeah. thing. So, yeah, fuck, fuck that shit. I think In and Out is like ninety percent nostalgia and like ten percent decent flavor. Yes, and you, you have to get the hat. That's yes, what. the hat, <laughs> the, little the hat, hat and the shirt. Yes. Every time, like my family would go back to Virginia or not to Virginia. Every time they go back to California, my uncle in North Carolina would ask them to bring him like a new shirt because he would just wear them till he like blew the armpits out of them and just like, <laughs> and, like what is so special about this shirt? A like no one gets it. Because you live in the middle of, like, bumfuck nowhere, North Carolina, and they're like, what is in and out Oh, it's in California. Like, yeah. I mean, there's you get the innuendo aspect, which I appreciate for oh, in out Burger. And then when you combine it with the five guys, right. then, you know, hey, what you like better. In and out party. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm talking about. Choo-choo. Big gay bur- burger orgy. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. So, yeah, that was... That was something, man. No more Mighty Wings. No, no more Mighty Wings. Sorry. 
Oh, so I did. I did go back to Taco Bell and I got the AM Crunchwrap. Did I tell you guys about this? You did not tell about the Crunchwrap. You just said about the nasty... The nasty waffle taco. Waffle taco. I heard the waffle taco was horrible. It is awful. Yeah, I, I did a review about it a couple of weeks ago on the show. Or actually, it's been a couple of months now. But um, it was horrible. Like, the waffle itself was just rubbery and greasy and disgusting. Um the sausage had like no flavor whatsoever. It was just awful. Like I might as you, you know, if you're looking for that sort of thing, get the big griddle. It's like, yeah, a hundred times better. Oh yeah. But the crunch wrap, like basically, they just put like eggs. I get the steak one every time because I found something that I like, and I'm going to stick with that. I'm not going to venture out beyond that because I'm going to be disappointed. I'm sure. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so they put the eggs, the steak, and cheese inside of like a burrito tortilla. And they fold it over just like the crunch wrap. And I think they put um they put the hash browns inside of it, which is pretty good. Wow. But still it's not as good as the sonic supersonic burrito with like they put mm-hmm. jalapenos and tomatoes and mm. tater tots and all kinds of shit. This is like the calorie show. I feel like I'm getting fat. That's just talking that's about this like, shit. Oh yeah, button my pants real quick. <laughs> We're good to spend. I should have gone up a size. I just had to buy new shorts because I'm so fat. I'm like, oh, oh my god. I try to put my shorts. I was telling Jean, I try to put my shorts on before you know before the show, and I was like, I couldn't even button them. I was like, what the fuck, man. So is that the point that you just like drop, like let them drop off your legs and just start humming? Everybody hurts. Like (laughs) a a little tear drips down the corner of your eye and you're just just like right down to the floor. And it just followed me all the way over to Old Navy as I bought new (laughs) ones. (laughs) See, that's where I think sometimes, you know, being a girl and you get the little options of the dress. They're Mm -hmm. so forgiving. Yes. Because, you know, instead of shorts all the time, you can get them short. And right. your stuff could look nice on the outside, but on the inside, it's all a floppy mess. And no, <laughs> nobody needs to know. Trust nobody me, man. needs to know. Yeah, I look for nice. dresses, but I just couldn't find any that I, like that looked like they would work for me. Because I'm short, too. You know, so, like, it's hard to find stuff that's wide and short. <laughs> oh, oh, so you don't want to wear a maxi dress? You don't feel no. like looking. <laughs> no, like I wish I could wear a maxi dress because those just look so comfortable. They yeah. do. I bought one, and it's the first time I've owned one, which is, I guess, because I just didn't feel like following the clothing custom. And I finally bought one a couple of months ago off of that Hot Look site, which that place is um, Shoppers Crack. They should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> um, but I bought this dress, and I was convinced. I was like, "Oh, it's gonna look cute." Yeah. No, it gaped everywhere. Like mm. my boobs were falling out of this dress. And it was like, <laughs> it was supposed to be sized like smaller than normal. I guess women are just now going around and like shaming these designers into saying that they're a size normal or smaller than normal. Cause like all the reviews were like, oh, go up, go up a size. It's not going to fit right. What the fuck are you wearing? This thing is huge. So anyways, I get this dress and I'm like, I like MacGyver it together with like safety pins and shit. So I'm not falling out of the top. And it it hits the floor just like it's supposed to and everything's good, right? I go to wear it to work. It gets caught on everything. (laughs) Rolls under the wheels of my chair. I almost busted my ass like four times trying to get it because I'm always up and down and up and down at my desk because my employees are always asking me for stuff. So 
like I go sit down and I'll like I'll run it over and like not realize I ran it over and then try and get up and I'm like boop oh shit like I shrieked the first time I did it my office was quiet I was like oh no because like, <laughs> I'm convinced I'm gonna like rip this shit because I know how like safety pinned and like and MacGyvered it is on the top and I'm like no no I'm not gonna be Janet at the office no so they're cute if you're gonna be standing somewhere or you're walking around but if you plan on working or doing no. anything, Mm-mm. do not wear them. They are horrible. I have enough trouble just sitting down at my desk on a normal day without, like, I'll, I'm the kind of klutz that, like, I'll step on the, the legs of the wheelchair and then it goes rolling out from underneath <laughs> of me. I do that too. <laughs> at least I'm not alone, I guess. Oh, but no. yeah, not good. I think my favorite dresses to wear are the, they call them fit and flares or skater dresses. Um, they just, they hit to about a waistline that's mm-hmm. about here or about to like mid waist and then they just flare out. So okay, anything yeah. beneath yes. that, super camouflage. You yes. can have like rolls for days right. and as long as the dress fits you on the top, no one's ever going to see it. Amen. Yep. And it's cute. <laughs> but if you wear the wrong size. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, girl, you get a problem. <laughs> um, I have one of those and it's blue and yellow and my employees call it my bumblebee dress. Oh, shit. <laughs> you just go and in singing the rain. <laughs> no, you laugh. You laugh. But one of them came up and they drew like bee wings and they were like, I really like that dress, but you kind of look like the bee girl all grown up. Next time you wear it, will you wear the wings? So, of course, what do I do? Of course, I wear the dress and I grab the wings and the employee comes in and I'm just walking down the aisle going, do, 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 do. And he's just looking at me. He's like, my life is complete. Thank you. Didn't she have some little pipe cleaner antennas? Yeah, I, I, some, I can make some for you. Round two, round two with pipe cleaner antennas. <laughs> I think just dancing with paper bee wings on was enough. <laughs> Perfect. Did you guys see the thing about the um? What's those weird toe shoes? The Vibram shoes. Vibram shoes. Yeah. So I found a meme on the internet that is perfect for those Vibram shoes. Um. It says, you wear Vibram five-finger shoes? You must be an amazing athlete. <laughs> and it's got Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The real one, not Johnny yeah. Depp. Good old and, condescending Wonka. <laughs> yeah, those shoes are, they're a trip. See, okay, my ex had some, and I've, I always looked at them and I thought, okay, they're, it's an interesting concept, but, I, you know, I, I'm kind of on the fence because number one, I don't see why anybody would spend that much money on shoes that are supposed to um, mimic being barefoot. Why not just be barefoot yeah. and not spend the hundred dollars on the shoes? On the other hand, there's a lot of people that are just like, as soon as you wear them, you, you know, you're labeled like a hippie douche vegan nutcase, and I'm like, well, I, I don't know where that even came from. I really don't. I'm like, I would just like somebody to tell me where that stereotype came from <laughs> I mean, i've I never those, seen anybody wear them i thought those were the people that wore birkenstocks i, I mean you right. know that's <laughs> me that's that's what i have an image in my head now um but there's not as much hate about birkenstocks no. as there is about vibrams like oh vibrams you're a fucking douchebag <laughs> oh well okay um i have a, a co-worker that wears them and I didn't really have an opinion on them one way or another, except that I, I thought they looked goofy. But, you know, to each their own. Some people think my wedges look goofy. Fuck it. Um, until I heard him start talking about it. 
And the way that some, some, not all, I'm sure there's plenty of people that own these virums and they're, they're not condescending, mm-hmm. but it's almost like the second that you buy them in the box with the virum shoes is also a douche card. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you can be a card carrying member of the douche club and, and talk about how it's perfect for your posture and it's the way you're meant to run. So is it like the same douche club as when you get a BMW, you get the, the douche card with that? Yeah, it's it's that whole concept of like BMWs and porcupines. What's the difference? You know, the pricks are on the outside of the porcupine. <laughs> Have not heard that one. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yes. I mean, he's a nice guy. But when I started hearing him talk about these shoes, I was just like, oh, my God. I, I just you want to stop listening. Right. Like, and I I guess I do get that, you know, if people are going to be like really pretentious about anything, it's going to make them look like a douche. But I don't know, like, does did anybody really think that they were going to, like, improve your posture? And I, I guess your your coworker probably did. He did. He's, he's the guy that the the whole lawsuit is targeting, basically. Yeah. Because now you can just. And here's the funny thing. You can just tell them, hey, I owned a bear. And you can get the the refund. Wow. You don't even have to have a receipt or any kind of proof or anything. And I'm like, well, I had a pair in my house. I does had, that count? Yeah. I had, <laughs> I had two pair. I had three of them. Um, yeah. I think the rule is like any over anything over two and you do have to prove it. But if you had up to if you're trying to claim up to two, you can get them without even any kind of proof. So free two hundred dollars. Yeah. I feel like that's a listener challenge. <laughs> exactly. Seriously. Listener challenge. And then go use them to go buy a pair and see how they actually feel. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I was always terrified that if I put them on, I was going to break a toe. Like, I feel like I would be more stable with something like keeping all of my toes together. But if they were separate, like my poor little pinky toe would just be just completely on its own in the rain, just <laughs> susceptible to whatever violence my klutzy ass put it through. Well, see, and here's the thing. I mean, you know, society is always evolving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why they made the fucking shoe in the first place. Come on. <laughs> you know, people were walking around without any shoes on. They're like, oh, well, this isn't good. Let's protect things. And, you know, not everybody has the right, you know, type of of posture anyway. And it, right. it's not because of your feet all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, you could be like bow legged or you could, you know, mm-hmm. you, you could actually have one leg that's even longer than the, you know, like very much longer than the other. And putting your feet just flat on the ground with just a piece of material and nothing else to balance it out is not. You might as well be wearing you. socks yeah. at that point. And, you know, unless you, you, unless you have like a lot of toes, you know, or <laughs> like more than normal. Yeah, like you know, if you've got like one of those weird cats, yeah. polydactyl <laughs> humans, yes. right? And you'd be like, "That's that's what they really need to invent." <laughs> what extra toes? Yeah, like you know, shoes or you know, if they're gonna make those sock things, then you know, just shoes with the extra toes. If you you know, just like octopus on your feet, <laughs> right? When when you're not balancing right, it just automatically pops out on you. And is it gonna be like a pop up display? I'm just gonna get a big like warning arrow in front of my face. Warning: straighten your ass. Like I don't know. No, I think it should just be automatic. Like all of a sudden you look down, you've got like toes and you know appendages just kind of hanging out. Just because you know that's awesome. I think that's what needs to happen. That's delightful. 
suction cups on them too. Yes, yes. See, can I grip. use them to climb buildings? That's yes, that's yes. The thing. But it's right. awesome. That's what you you know. And then get some for your hands too. So you can screw the flying car. We're just gonna be walking on top of buildings soon. You know, whatever. Because it's taking them too damn long to do that. You know, they actually have a flying car now. Thank you. Yes, and that they're. Yeah, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, there's a flying car out, and they were taking reservations for like interested parties, and you had to put up like ten percent of the cost, which ended up being like twenty grand. And one of my friends was like, "Oh, that's not that bad. <laughs> that's a fucking car, right? Like that yeah. is a real car that you can use right now." By the way, where's your pilot's license, bro? You need one of those <laughs> <No>. too. Like. <laughs> This is not the Jetsons. You can't just walk in and like pilot a flying car down right. Q64. I mean, how is this different than like uh, an airplane? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, does it just hover? Does it. Is it like one of those boat planes? Hold on. <laughs> like the duck boats. Oh, yeah. 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 But, you know. <laughs> Shh. Sorry. I'm... I just want to see one of these fucking things. Because, I mean, like in you know, action, like, yeah. you know, out there. Because if you have to, like. You, Take off from a you know running start. <laughs> Take <Okay. off. laughs> I mean that that does look like the future, basically. <laughs> running start that was funny. <laughs> Here we go. See who Fred Flintstone into? <laughs> yes, Fred Flintstone. <laughs> 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 that's where your extra toes are going to come in really handy. Yes. <laughs> Grab the ground. That's right. <laughs> oh. Another news: the uh, the nail and pedicure industry has gone up five hundred percent. Right. <laughs> well, we I think we should take a little bit of a break, but first I want to talk about um there's gonna be another Tidewater Comic Con coming up in Excellent. October. Uh, I think it's the fourteenth, thirteenth, don't count me on that. But in the meantime, um Mike Federelli's doing another mega nerd garage sale where like he's gonna be selling a whole bunch of comic books and nerd paraphernalia and whatever and it's going to be at um 437 betsy ross road on may 24th from nine o'clock on oh i started playing the ad holy shit that was loud <laughs> i'm gonna have to hit that up yeah i i wish that i had time to go through all of my shit and like donate some stuff because i just I have so much stuff but i i hate to get rid of my stuff too so which is why i'm you know going to be on hoarders next week because <laughs> of course the one thing you choose to get rid of in like two years you're going to see it on antiques roadshow and it's going to mm-hmm. have gone for god knows how much exactly but that's also why i have way too much shit so <laughs> waiting for the toy hunter to come and knock on my door I've do you have a bunch you. of toys i do i just that's have to awesome. hide them <laughs> Well, because I've they're, been, I've been to your house, and I don't think I've seen them anywhere. Do no, you have they're like they're a, not there. They're, oh, they're okay. not at that particular house. They, oh, okay. Yeah. They're in a secret, undisclosed <laughs> location. Right. She's got them hiding in the attic with Anne Frank. That's right. <laughs> Somewhere there's a Barbie with a kerchief over her head, just trying to be quiet. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna sell my gem doll soon. Yeah, that is truly outrageous. <laughs> All right, well, I need another beer and I need a good piece, so break. Breaky break. Everybody cranking. Born without hanky panking. I'm looking for love in all the wrong places. Big old moon, lots of small faces. 
by Jewels by Mouse. JewelsbyMouse.com specializes in stunning handcrafted silver jewelry. Necklaces, earrings, bracelets, rings, they do it all, including beautiful handmade jewel boxes to keep everything in. Thal makes jewelry that she loves with mixed metals and rivets, unusually shaped stones, spiraling organic forms, and textures that want to be touched. Be sure to check the specials page for clearance items. That's JewelsByMouse.com. Tell them Mouthy Broadcast sent you. Now, are you sitting comfortably? Good. Then we'll begin. Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Jenny. And, and we're, we're playing, playing Doctor. Doctor. Each week, we and our guests have an uncensored discussion about an episode of the hit BBC series Doctor Who, starting with the 2005 reboot. Occasionally, we'll cross the time streams and talk about one of the classic episodes. We like to have a little bit of fun with it. We're not super serious about anything, especially Doctor Who. We take a lighthearted look at Doctor Who because we love the show, and so do you. Roses are red, violets are blue. I'm not wearing underwear. How about you? No. That's our show. Yeah, baby. So join us at Playing drpodcast.com Follow us on Facebook, Twitter Subscribe on iTunes Stitcher or your favorite RSS thing What the hell's an RSS thing? People of Earth! Saturday, May 24th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's the Mega Nerd Garage Sale in Virginia Beach. 437 Betsy Ross Road, right around the corner from the Pembroke Mall. We've got tables and tables of comic books, graphic novels, action figures, posters, and clothing on sale with every dime going to getting bigger and better guests like MSC3K's Joel Hodgson for the October 18th Tidewater Comic Con at the Virginia Beach Convention Center. And for the first time anywhere, you can get an official Tidewater Comic Con button, bumper sticker, or t-shirt available in Super Blue, Robin Red, Bat Black, or Gamma Green. And with every purchase you make, your name goes into a drawing for a garage door prize. So come on out Saturday, May 24th for the Mega Nerd Garage and help us fund Earth's Mightiest Convention, Tidewater Comic Con. For more details and directions, please visit www.tidewatercomiccon.com. is the um, ones that when I go to the wine fest yes. they give you the glass yeah, exactly so it says like Virginia Spring Wine Fest 2008 <laughs> oh, yeah. different sizes and shit yeah that's the best like I love going I, to Jean's house because I always get the Williamsburg <laughs> winery ones and I was like I feel so classy <laughs>
<laughs> well, you know that, but they came with like a wine tasting. You know what you're gonna do, right? Right. No, no like, and they're good glasses they too. They really are because let somebody else spend the money on the exactly fucking twenty dollar well, glass glasses. One of my good friends bought me a, um, the ice glasses. Have you heard of those ice? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They're um, it was when it was. It's kind of like Rydal or something. Um, yeah. but they're the self decanting. Uh, oh, that's ones. cool. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I'm gonna have to go buy some of those. Super neat. Um, ice. I S C H. I think it's E I S C H. Some kind of German crazy. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you go and you you know with a red and you just pour it and then you swirl it mm-hmm. and then but you kind of taste it first so you can see you know what the yeah, difference yeah. is and you know how it opens up the blah blah blah. I mean, but yeah, those are ice really breathable cool. glass. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Let's uh, see. I, I I mean, it was it was a Christmas present or a birthday present or something, and it was super duper nice. And you know, they're they're like the very special glasses that I'm feeling fancy. I might. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> company's coming. Break out <laughs> only only one other person though. It can only have two. <laughs> you have to be really special <laughs> to have right. ice oh, yeah. with me. <laughs> and that wine has to be special too. That's right. But you know it's kind of neat though because when you do put the bobo wine in it, <laughs> it's gonna improve it, right? Right. That's what you figure. No, nowhere to go but up. That's right. Let me get some barefoot up in here and see what happens. <laughs> I figure the glass would break at that point. It would be like <laughs> <Yeah>. self-destruct. <laughs> right. I'll teach you a lesson. <laughs> I got these really nice um, stemless ones today. They're Ooh. some Czech brand, and I like Czech blown glass. It's it's really good quality. Or I'm an idiot and think it is, but <laughs> I mean, six and one half a dozen of the other, but I like it. Um, but I think the selling point for me, and I didn't want to say it because my mom was with me, but the set had um, vodka glasses with it. Okay. Like, like so the actual one special yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was this huge set and it had like stemless wine glasses in it and like vodka glasses and Okay, now what exactly is a vodka glass? It, for me, vodka glass is whatever I can put vodka in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I'm drinking vodka out of a Starbucks cup right now. <laughs> that is a vodka glass now. Now, vodka glasses, they look like wine glasses, but it's kind of like the equivalent of, like, say, um, say Gandalf's drinking out of a regular wine glass. Okay. <laughs> Frodo is drinking out of a vodka glass. Okay. They're they look like wine glasses, but they're just much smaller. It's it, it's like a classy shot glass. Okay, it's so a shot glass like a with sherry a sherry glass too. Yes. Okay. Oh, well, that sounds fancy. Yeah. But strangely, it seems like the only vodka glasses I can ever find are from Czech or Russia. Well, which, you would think that they would know the proper way to you know serve yeah. vodka. So oh yeah. <laughs> but of course, my my boyfriend has fun with it because I'm like one sixteenth Russian, and he's like, "Of course, you've got the vodka glasses." <laughs> I'm like, "I just like vodka. I just like vodka. It has I, nothing to do with my heritage. Don't be a racist." Right. <laughs> I think my favorite comment was, "You can't be racist against white people." Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, yes, you can. Um, yeah, like, that's about the other, you know, us non-whites. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. We have Felix too. <laughs> no, um, funny example of the white racism. Um, and, and spoiler alert on this. Um, <laughs> has anybody seen the end of Dexter? Yes. The very last episode. Oh my 
God, I, I think I've ranted about this. So any opportunity for me to do it again. Oh, yeah. Um, my, my employee was watching Dexter, like, through the seasons, and she was, like, way back, and she had just gotten into, um, the final season, and she goes, I really don't know how they're gonna turn Dexter into a lawn gnome. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she goes, yeah, some guy ruined it for me on Facebook. He said Dexter was a lawn gnome. And I go, oh, my God, white racism. No, Dexter is not a lawn gnome. Dexter looks more like Paul Bunyan than he looks like a lawn gnome. <laughs> I thought that was just, I don't know, like he trolled her or. I guess or... it was like, it was the beard, like mm-hmm. the ginger beard and, and the plaid and the hat, I guess. I don't even remember the hat. I just remember him sitting there like with his brawny paper towels and the. Fuck yeah, he did look like the brawny. <laughs> <laughs> the blue ox in the corner. Right. I told my daughter about that the other day. I said, you know, I said something about how people had were so pissed off at TV shows because everything was just, you know, the endings were so shitty or whatever. I was like, and I told her something about like, in you know, like in Dexter, how they made him to a lumberjack at the end. And she's right. Like, You're kidding. And I was like, no, no. And she goes, they, they actually made him a lumberjack yes. at the end. And I was like, yes. She goes, that's stupid. <laughs> You know, <laughs> oh my god, it's it's ridiculous. Um, what other show recently ended that just ended horribly? Um, because I know there was another one that I was thinking of. Well, there, but... How I Met Your Mother was apparently a little bit controversial. I didn't watch the show. I haven't seen it. Um, but there was, I guess, the whole story was just to, you know, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> just leading up, to, he was telling the kids how he met their mother, but then it turns out that their mother had died. <laughs> some time ago and the whole story that he was telling them was just to say like how he's really in love with the mother's sister or something that he had been talking about through this whole story or something like that or like a friend or something and they were like why don't you just go date her we know that this is where you're going with the story just go date aunt robin or whatever her name was and he was like okay cool and that was it and you know and i didn't watch it so i was like i don't give a fuck but (laughs) There was a lot of people that were like, you know, I kind of feel ripped off by this whole ending. Like, it just didn't really, it wasn't worth, what was it, eight years of of hearing this story just for that ending. And they knew where it was going the whole time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't worth five years of waiting for the story. (laughs) No. (laughs) I think I watched, I think I watched about four or five seasons and I got tired of never seeing the mother. Right. Like, you're not Seinfeld. This has to have an end. This is not an ever evolving story. There mm-hmm. is an end. I'm tired of waiting for it. Quit and holding out on me. After a while, like I, because I I watched it in the beginning too. Because I was like, oh, this is neat. Blah, right. blah. But I think weren't there a couple seasons where the kids weren't even there anymore, or had they always been there? Or maybe I don't know. Uh, there might have been. Speaking of like sitcoms that just didn't make it, that you know should have. Have you? Did you guys ever watch Happy Endings? I think I might be like one of the. Only... I think I saw that. It was in, like in a, in a dark movie theater yeah, once. I mean, right. it's a guilty pleasure of mine because it was, you know, it's a guilty pleasure for <laughs> because it was so close to to friends, you know, because people wanted that kind of feel again. But yeah. these people actually had jobs, and you know, they actually were dealing with stuff. They weren't sitting in a coffee they shop were all day long. Sitting in a coffee shop, and they really had crazy, you know, just 
crazy things going on, but it was it was a good one, and I was real sad that it didn't ever come back. But it seems like a lot of those characters or those actors made it onto different. I feel like googling anyway. happy endings is a bad idea, right? <laughs> I don't care. I mean, incognito it's mode is fine. <laughs> um, Alicia Cuthbert. Um, Zachary, wait, is this, yeah, it's this TV series, yeah, 2011. Uh, one of the Wayans sons or something like that. I think it was, uh, is it the one from Requiem from a Dream or for a Dream? Jesus, look like an orgy. Like, I just looked at the picture for this show, and the, like, <laughs> all the people are laying in a bed covered in sheets, and they're all just tangled up together. That reminds me of the one for, um, oh god, what's that show with, uh, David Spade and, oh, right. Um, and a lot of people that watch this are kind of have been fearing it for quite some time. Like they fired Dan Harmon last season and then he came back and and then it was like it just I don't know. It was still good, but it just wasn't the same as, you know, first, second, third season were just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But a lot of people are like they were just happy that it basically was going to be over so that they would have to, you know, not have to hear the community fans bitching and whining about it all the time anymore. <laughs> so, but yeah, oh, it was rules of engagement. Ah, yes. Rules of engagement. I haven't, you know, I'm so out of touch with like just about everything. I, I pick up the, the really good shows that come across my radar. Like it took me a year and a half to get on Hannibal. I finally caught up like last week, <laughs> like just in time for this, the new episode. Uh, is it worth it? Oh, it's 100% worth it. 100%. And that actually just got picked up for another season too. So I'm very awesome. happy because it's like, I'm, it's like the quality of a cable TV show. Like it's really gory and it's mm-hmm. really dark and kind of, um, surreal yeah. a lot of times. So it's, I'm surprised that it's doing well, basically, because it's weird, you know? Yeah. As opposed to the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon that's the following. The first, you know, that the first episode, the first two episodes I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I, oh, yeah. I, I did. It was, you know, the whole pilot thing and drawing mm-hmm. you in. You're like, oh, this is good. And then all of a sudden it was yeah. like, eh. So it's a good thing that I skipped it and just didn't eh. catch up. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I tried watching one. Um, recently, and I just, it just left me kind of flat feeling. Right. I, I was disappointed. I, I want to try to get back into watching Elementary, because that, I yes. enjoyed that. I thought that, that was really well done for, you know, for an American version of a, you know, right. their spin on things, which wasn't totally copying the BBC's, you know, masterful ones that they put out all the time, because, you know, we can't think on our own. We have to draw inspiration <laughs> from them all the time. Um but yeah, the, the elementary is well done. That's the thing is I never checked it out because I'm just so biased because, Sherlock. you know, the, the yeah. original Sherlock. Mm-hmm. And I'm way behind on that. Like, I think I've only watched like three episodes of it. But they're so long. It's like yeah. a movie, you know. Yeah. So like, it's hard for me to find time to just sit down and watch like an entire movie from mm-hmm. start to finish. So I'm like so far behind on that. But I don't I'm just biased. Like, I don't even want to watch the other one because it's it's not. It's not the real thing, you know. It's not but the. I mean, and I was I was really hesitant about it at first, but I was like, ah, you know, I'll just give it a try just to see if it's gonna be worth. And it really surprisingly is is it's good. <laughs> I mean, you just don't expect it, but it's it the way that they have the characters played out is it's pretty neat. And it's sad too. Um, 
what was another one that I wish that they would have kept on going? And maybe they have. I don't watch TV all that much anymore. But um, Prime Suspect. Do they still have that going on? Is it mm. no? Was it Prime Suspect? No, it was. Are you no, talking oh, about numbers? No, not numbers. It, it, another one that was based upon a, a BBC thing. Uh, the original one had like Dame Judi Dench in it and stuff like that. Um, Must use her actual title. Yeah. I love Judi Dench. <laughs> she is amazing. Her but, and Helen Mirren are like my idols. Yes. Or maybe it was Helen, Helen Mirren. One of the two. Just Helen Mirren's in Prime Suspect. Okay, then it's her. So yeah. Okay, yeah, that is, uh, it says something about it was based on a BBC show or yes. something like that. Yes. I, the I new don't have one that's been for that today. That was a good one, too. But I, I just know. don't have any more time in my life for any new shows. Like, it took for, like I said, forever for me to get to Hannibal. Mm-hmm. And every time somebody mentioned a new show, I'm like, it's no. Too much. I got, I, you know, I'm, I'm a Doctor Who fan and I haven't caught up on all those all that shit yet it, that's been on for like 50 years i got a lot to catch up on you know so i don't know and then i feel bad I'm like i want to be one of those people again that can just sit and do the netflix marathons and just no but i can't i i know I, I can't do that anymore i just feel i feel like i i lose like an entire weekend of my life yes because we we uh marathoned what the fuck's that house of cards when that came That's on, it window. was like, yeah, we're going to watch it all. We were done by like Saturday afternoon. You know, <laughs> yeah. it came on Friday and we were done before oh, the yeah. weekend was over. And, you know, and I think about it now and I'm like, every episode just blends in one into another. And you're like, well, wouldn't, you know, I don't, I don't even remember exactly what happened in the whole season, but I have heard that like a lot of shows, they're writing them designed to be marathon now because they know that's how people watch TV but I'm trying to personally get away from it because I feel like I just, you know, like have a TV hangover. Right. Mm-hmm. I just can't do it. You yeah. know, <laughs> you know, when you're done and you have to like wipe the film of cheese curls <laughs> off your like off your cheek and, right. and you realize that you're just full of shame for not moving from the same right. spot you were in for like hours, you know, it, and it's like it's actual hard. ass, you know, crease yes. in the mm-hmm. sofa. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm so good. I wish I could give up the, uh, the marathoning, I do, um, but my boyfriend won't let me, and it's <laughs> That's torture. kind of my problem too. It's yeah. torture because every time a new season of Game of Thrones comes out, he's the type of guy that he will buy a box set for any show he likes, mm-hmm. and it has to be the collector's item. He'll buy the regular one as soon as it comes out, and then buy the collector's oh, one, geez. and then sell the regular one on on eBay because he's always got some kind of hustle. He's like <laughs> he never spends. He always tells me he's like. I'm not really spending the full amount of money on it because I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna sell this and I'm gonna get it back. And like I listen to him for half a second, and then I realize, no, you're not breaking even because you've done the exact same shit with 20 items before this. But okay, whatever you know, it takes to justify it. Yeah, he's trying to rationalize it. You can't really blame him for that in a way. Oh, yeah. No, not at all. But when the new I can game quit any of- time. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can stop. I don't need this. But whenever the new Game of Thrones box sets come out, he watches them. And he'll binge watch them. And if it happens to be on a weekend that I'm at the apartment, I get stuck binge watching them. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. that we're like, like now that we're moving in together, I'm gonna get stuck watching them all the time. And the, even worse than, or even worse than that, every time a new Game of Se- or Game of Thrones season starts, he binge watches everything up to that right. point. So now we're in like season four, or well, no, what's on right now? Season four? Uh, three. 
I think it's four or five. 27? One of those? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It might be four. Anyways, but as it goes yeah. through longer, it's going to get more and more tedious as I have to constantly rewatch right. the cute little dwarf run across like <laughs> the patio. And <laughs> I still think Peter Dinklage is like my celebrity crush. He is. He's very adorable. You he know? is. He's just, and that, that attitude. Little way. It's just, it's, and that attitude. The stones on that kid are just, yeah. Uh, he seems like just a joy to be around. I just can't get into that show. Like I really tried, but I just felt like <gasps> it's um. There's a a lot of the the action and the the actual drama is really good, but a lot of it is just like political filler. And it's just, I'm sure I've said this on the show before, but it's just like I just can't get into. It. I tried like. Somebody said it gets really good, like, in the middle of season two. And I gave up at the beginning of season two. Yeah. So, I I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, what is, is he like a, is he a lawn gnome? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, apparently because I have horrible ADD. My, my friend works for Apple. Mm-hmm. And I'll leave his name out of this. Because God forbid somebody hear this. But, um. He works for Apple, and he's total Apple-like fanboy. Like, mm-hmm. drank the Kool-Aid long ago. And Jeez. he sent me this article about the um, the chairman of, Sang- of Samsung being hospitalized because he had a heart attack. And so he sends me a link to the article, and then the text message under that says, Hope he dies. That would be neat. Smiley face. So- he's a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> he wow. is he's a horrible person. Okay, you know, when I got my MacBook, it came with a little packet of the apple-flavored Kool-Aid, mm-hmm. and I just took it and threw it right in the trash. I was like, no, nope, I'm not getting into that. I had the iPhone, I refused it then, because I switched back to Android. I'm like, I- I'm not getting into that mm-hmm. that war. Jesus Christ. I'm switching oh back to Android. Like, I, this is my first iPhone, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's fun and dandy. But it was, I, I, I liked like it the, as my first phone. Yeah. But now that, like, if I try to use an iPhone, I'm like, where's the back button? Where's right. the menu button? Right. Where- <laughs> but yeah. the iPhones don't crash nearly as much as my Android does. My Android is just oh, like, really? it just fucking crashes and burns. Because well, I- one of the benefits of having an Android phone is that you can do stuff to it. You can yeah, you can flash it and you can yeah. ROM it and you can customize it. But buyer beware, because the second you do any of it, it just, it shits the bed. Yeah. And I didn't do any of that. And this one's just a oh, no. fucking piece of <laughs> that shit. Sucks. I got the budget phone because I, I didn't know what the hell I was doing for buying, like uh-huh. buying outright my my first phone. I couldn't afford anything better. Uh-huh. So I was like a hundred and hundred and seventy nine bucks. And it's my phone. It's not like a contract or whatever. Oh, OK. So you did the unlock thing. Well, I just got the Virgin Mobile. Gotcha. Phone, so. Yeah, I, I was like, I'm not going to fuck with this thing because it could make it even worse than it already is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to see the Windows phone, um, the the big one, and I'm going to wait and see what the Apple phablet ends up coming out looking like. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a horrible time. Like, that's what my boyfriend calls them. He calls them right. phablets, like the phone tablet. Like, like the, the, note. Note, the note. Yeah. yeah. The note. Yeah. He. I have little hands, and I don't know that I can hold a phablet. Yeah. Like, I'm going to, like dislocate a joint because I'm just like <laughs> palming it like a basketball up to my for like up to my face. I mean, do you remember back when, when small you need the suction was cup in? hands? Yes. yes. <laughs> See, do you remember there when you small go. phones were in? Yeah. 
and the, people were making the jokes about <laughs> like yes. you know it was gonna get so small that you would lose it in your ear and shit yeah nope Nope. We're and now it's like, let me pick up my fucking MacBook and put it up <laughs> yeah. to my head. Right? Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's somebody somewhere that would kill to be able to have one of those bag cell phones. No shit. Like, <laughs> like to just be able to carry around like a MacBook right. Pro and like a phone <laughs> attached to it and like a duffel bag. And like, uh, we're going to get to that point. Like, there's a video on Vine of somebody making fun of the, the S, the Galaxy S generation. Mm-hmm. And it's this one guy holding up a computer monitor and it's like a 24 inch computer monitor. And he's like, hey, dude, how's that? New, how's a new Galaxy phone? And then it switches to this other guy and he's holding a 42 inch TV up to his face. And he's like, it's awesome. And like, like that's where it's going. And it's just, oh, God, oh, oh, technology. It'll probably just go through phases where it, they'll end up getting smaller again. Like people are going to get tired of it and then. The, they're going to start buying the small ones and everybody will start yeah. making them smaller again. You know, it's just... Yeah, it isn't that... Phases. Isn't that the point behind the Samsung watch? Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. the like mm-hmm. the Samsung watch and the Google Glass and... Has I sound like my grandmother. The, the Google Glass. <laughs> like, <laughs> Google. I've seen the Google Glass the other I've day. I've seen that glass the other day. They tried to put it in my bifocals. Has anybody actually seen any of those? Like, seen anybody wearing them or anything? I've seen the watch. I've never seen Google Glass. Because that's another thing that I've heard people say, like, oh, that's so douchey. It looks so stupid. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe it does look stupid. But if I could access Google whatever the fuck I want through my eyeballs, I'd take it. You know, like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like being the fucking Terminator and shit. You know, it's like, let me access this. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Maybe you get x-ray vision. You could look at people naked and shit. (laughs) That might be a problem. I guess it depends on where you're going. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Beach trip. Yes. Well, maybe not. Because that'd be too much shrinkage out there. I wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, yeah, that would be a <laughs> Mess things all Only look up. at the volleyball players. Just Only look at the volleyball up. players. Oh. <laughs> oh. Or when you join the group and, you, you know, you had a bunch of friends and you say, hey, let's get together. Mm-hmm. And then you became like a click. But typically within those clicks, there's always someone who's kind of like the organizer and they'll put shit together. And you know, then it becomes fun. People, you know, start to rely on these types of events and because people are going to do that because there's somebody in charge. So now we have Facebook and you see something. People have similar interests. Mm-hmm. So you'll be like, OK. And Facebook is, you know, very nicely now just saying, hey, join this group. You might like them. So, you know, they, you know, very aggressive. Yeah, that, that's what they do. I mean, I'll start a tangent if I don't shut up. Okay. So, um, so anyhow, you join your Facebook group mm-hmm. and nobody wants to take charge, but then people get all bent out of shape if other people start, you know, doing things and not really. And then somebody says, well, there's no group participation. So, like, people are forming cliques within the Facebook group. Yes. yes. And, like, kind of spinning off and doing their own thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And not including people. And then when people are like, oh, hey, what, you know, what about the rest of us? We didn't know about this. They're like, well, uh, well, uh, and it's just like, we're just trying to be a big family here. You know, so it's like, you know, I wonder if the group families are us. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a perceived leader of the group. That doesn't, that is very reluctant, maybe, that doesn't actually want to be the leader and is like 
let me just step back and like maybe somebody else will do something because that person is always organized in the past. Everybody's right. expecting them to do it again. I mean, even before Facebook, there's you have to have leadership. Right. I think that's what it comes down to. I mean, if you if, want to organize something, then you should get it together. If no, if we're thinking it's your job, if we're thinking of the same group, um, I don't know that half these events that they were having were things that sounded like fun anyway. Like, I don't want to go to your party anyway. <laughs> well, no, it's not. I didn't want to go to your bar, your party. It's I didn't want to go to your son's third birthday. Guess what? Not okay. everybody's going to want to go. And then they call those club events. We were recently having an issue on, we have a a Facebook group that's like for Spotify and Mm -hmm. it's all like sharing Spotify lists and here's some new music that we found or it seemed maybe just even talking about music in general, not necessarily Spotify. And um, at first I was just like, I just had it open so that anybody who saw us posting on it could join in and join discussion. I was like, I don't want to. I didn't want there to be like a whole bunch of admins and moderators and all this kind of bullshit. People would start posting links like, here, check out this music. And I was like, this is kind of odd that like, whatever kept happening more and more. And then it was like, all of a sudden we get this this guy one day who's like, um, you know, make thousands of dollars a day at home by <laughs> using Spotify. And I was like, um, that's not what this group is about. It's like, I know we didn't really define it, but. Yeah, if you could take this down and not do it again. You dirty, dirty spammer. Yeah. And he goes, I'm not. Yeah, I think I even said, like, this is spam. And he's like, no, it's not spam. It's, you know, just legitimately sharing it a business opportunity. I'm like, (laughs) fuck off. And so that's when I had to start cracking down. Oh, and there's this other girl who kept posting links. I guess she's like a promoter. Like, she's getting kickbacks somehow for sharing this music. All these people aren't participating in any other discussions that we're having. And then she just posts a song feeling horny by joe james or whatever <laughs> we're all like what the fuck is that? and you listen to it and it's like just the cheesiest maybe i'll see if i can find a clip and play it <laughs> this guy's gonna get like another five cents just for me playing it but whatever and i was so i was like okay you motherfuckers now now you made me this is why we can't have nice things that's right i had right. to crack down and put rules and say look I don't care if you promote shit as long as you are participating in the community in general. Just don't be an asshole and don't be a spammer. And so now I'm like, I I blocked that girl from the group. And then she tried to come back like the next day. And I'm like, nope, (laughs) you're out. You're out, lady. (sighs) So, you know, it really does come down. And, you know, when you form these groups, somebody has to take ownership and somebody has to keep it in line otherwise it's not worth it it's it's just mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of people crying and you know whining and you know taking advantage of other people so especially on the internet yes dirty bastards Nasty. let's see we have a new review actually this is from uh sandman from the dead bedouins podcast oh, nice. have you listened to that yet yes i have actually yeah that show is there it cracks me up yeah i can't listen to it at work which is kind of a problem because like i'll start laughing out loud at work so if you haven't listened to it yet then you should do that good time so this is from the sandman he says my boobs are growing (laughs) yeah get your weekly dose of estrogen by tuning in to the mouthy broadcast (laughs) these ladies have a lot to say and most of it is quite hilarious 
The rest of it sucks ass. <laughs> Frankly, at least he didn't put a percentage. Sixty-three percent <laughs> is funny. That is most. <laughs> Quite hilarious. There's about ten percent that's that's okay. You know, it's it's I. Yeah. <laughs> and then the you know the remaining seventeen percent, twenty-seven percent, or whatever. It's just it's shit. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> he, he didn't say all that. He didn't. So if you would like to uh, leave us a review, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher. You can leave us a review on either thing. And just let us know if you do, because um, I'm lazy and I don't check the reviews. So just send me a message on Facebook or Twitter or something like that. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking lazy. <laughs> I'm, do- I'm done with this show. <laughs> Drop the mic. Yeah. So anyway, follow us on uh, Facebook and Twitter. And give us a call at 757-541-CUNT. And that's about it. Peace out, bitches. See you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Have a good night.